0: Is a totally December, 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 December.
1: So the next thing, this lady's standing in the parking bay in Main Street at Orion with a car trying to back in because she was trying to reserve the spot. Mm. Oh, no, it's my spot. You can't reverse here. No car. <laughs> was that you? Were no, you no, trying no. to reverse? No, no. No, it was oh. witnessed. Um, I'll come back to that. Welcome mm. to the Ted Jason here joining me each and every time. Glenn, how are hey, you, good, mate. What's going on? Oh, no, it's good to be back in the shit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. No, no guests tonight, just you and me shooting yeah. the shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need some more guests. Reach out. Yeah. yeah mm. a little, oh, mate, we we've had a lot of people to talk to. Like, even Heathy yeah. recently, his yeah. prediction of the um, Australia being bundled out of the World Cup came mm. true. That didn't uh, yeah. Didn't yeah. really yeah. put up a show there, did
0: they? How good were we on the AFL score? Oh, man mm. <laughs> That was a pretty good... Uh,
1: called it, didn't yeah, it? we? Yeah, we did. Less than a goal and a dime. Great
0: game. Great game.
1: So much has been happening. And the TED Shed is a show where we come to you from Springfield. We talk to you about everything Springfield and beyond. And no topic is um, off limits. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'll just get back to that, that story we were just talking about. So I, I didn't see it, but my wife was waiting for me to pick her up at Orion. Right? Mm. And she's standing there in Main Street. And so this woman has just stood in one of the parking bays mm. and reserved it, like just standing there on a phone. Yeah, And this other woman with, the, I think, a Mercedes or BMW rocks up and goes, well, that spot's vacant. I'm going to back into it. Yeah. So she starts backing in. And the woman who's standing here goes, you can't back up here. This is my spot. Oh, wow. And the lady in the car's went down the window, apparently, and gone, hey, you can't reserve a spot by standing in it. You've got no car. That's you right. know, she was waiting for a husband or something. right? But mm. they're first in best dress, right? That's right. Anyway, so she keeps backing up, backing up, nudging the woman, like the woman's standing around, and it just keeps backing up, and the woman would not leave the bay. So anyway, they, apparently this Mercedes whatever is on a 45-degree angle trying to reverse in, so blocking Main Street because this woman would not move oh, out wow. of the bay. And they're having a yelling match oh, at, really? at each other. One out the window going, get out of the fucking bay. <laughs> you know. And then the woman, <laughs> they're going, it's my bay. And then apparently bystanders started chiming in. Oh, People yelling a- across the street, get out of the fucking bay, you twit. You can't reserve a bay. You know? So, there's a question for our listeners Can you reserve a parking bay no. by standing in it? I don't think so. I don't think you can either. What a load so of anyway, shit. I would have this- just run her
0: over. No, I wouldn't have, but <laughs> no, probably.
1: No. Well, this is what the lady was doing, was slowly backing up, you know, like just nudging their ass of her car back and you know, until the lady wow. finally gave up.
0: Oh, she did give up?
1: She gave up and just, yeah, walked Imagine
0: off. walking through the shops and seeing that lady then. <laughs> How would you feel? Uh, do you reckon there'd be a bit of tension, like an elephant in the room? Or I, a car in a bay?
1: I just wonder, like, I mean, I, I know that the, you know, parking can be limited there, but just to think, and for the whole time that this went hold on, on...
0: Hold on, Did she have togged on? Had she oh. been to the Lagoon?
1: She was outside of Toy World. That's the Toy World time. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I didn't witness, yeah. so this is all 3rd story. But... Mm. The thing is, the whole time that they were standing, and I don't know how long this played out for, but it was mm. quite a while, the other car hadn't arrived. So wherever the husband was, you know, this woman must have been on the phone. Oh, I've got a spot for you. I'm on He's Main Street. He's just left home. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he He's coming from Green Bank. <laughs> He's 20 minutes away. Like, hold so, the spot. I'll just hold it here doing you oh, get, oh, get here. Oh, what
0: a fuckwit. <gasps> You're There's just so many wonder. fuckwits in the world. Let's
1: talk about fuckwits
0: tonight. <laughs> <laughs> <what> <laughs> have, have you done a fuckwit
1: degree at the uni? Oh, I think you might have. Have you? Yeah. Mm. Like you just got to wonder what goes through someone's mind yeah. to think. I mean, look, and occasionally you do get assholes in parking. Like when you're sitting yeah. there waiting with your indicator on, mm. that's different, right? Yeah. You're waiting for the car, and then that car backs out. Someone comes around oh, the corner. Oh, don't and drives you love that? Straight when into it. yeah. Because they had the run at it or whatever. Mm. And then, mm. yeah, there's that. Like, sometimes you just go, fucking idiot. Yeah. But but this this here is different. Like, standing yeah. in a bay <laughs> reserved.
0: Yeah. Wow. Like You'd almost, yeah, that's they're ev- shit.
1: They're everywhere, aren't they? They
0: are, mate. Speaking of, I've been doing a job out at Minden. I won't name any names of the other painting company. but oh, okay. um,
1: You're doing a, a repair job or a fix-up? Oh, yeah? Fuck
0: me. I got a call from a lady. Um, she lives in Mackay. And she has an investment property in Minden. I'm not going to name any names. And um, she rang me up and she goes, oh, we've had a bit of an argument with our painter. Can you come out and have a look to finish it off? She got my name through the Dulux Trade Center because I'm Dulux credited. So (laughs) out you go. And, uh, mate, I got there. And this guy has made an absolute mess of this house. So $2,500 roof restoration. Mm. He washed it and painted it in three hours. Right. Mm.
1: Well, the paint almost went on while it was still wet.
0: Four-bedroom house. Yeah so your size roof yeah yeah, yeah. washed and painted that yep. in 3 hours two coats like
1: Half of it, you couldn't do it. In t- I mean, it took. I oh, remember oh, when you did my place. right? Um, I mean, washing yeah, yeah. was a day.
0: Yeah, yeah that's right. Pointing's you know? another day. You get a guy and a point yeah, it all, exactly. point and then it a, or... Like
1: you do a primer and then a coat yeah. and then back for it. Like you're yeah. talking a three or four day job. Yeah, that's right, right.
0: to do it properly. Right. Anyway, <laughs> not three
1: to four hours.
0: No. So I get up there. He he speaks none of the pointing. He's done nothing right. He's literally he's got up there, washed it, and sprayed a bit of grey on it, and gone. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Love two and a half grand, and she paid it. She's elderly. Just yeah. goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I got up there. Tuesday, fucking hottest day on the planet, I tell you, I almost fainted, and um, I'll, I'll I'll share a photo on our Facebook page of the colour of the roof. Right. So, he's got halfway across the back gable and decided, oh, fuck, I've run out of that grey. What have I got in the ute? <laughs> so, he's gone from a light grey to a dark grey. The, the roof is two different colours. Wow. Yeah, mate. Could you, did just you just imagine like, that?
1: We'll just go around the side of the shed here where you got your oh, paint we're going fuck. on. Mate, I reckon you could do this job. You've got six buckets here. They're all different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who gives a fuck? We'll just, yeah, if you, you
0: know? if you finish. No, he didn't even mix them together. Right. He's just yeah, gone, gone from light grey to dark grey, <laughs> mate. And and the owner, I, I ended up taking a photo of it and I sent it to the owner. Right. And he goes, oh. I thought that was just shadows. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Um, and then the inside of the property. It a straight,
1: did he at least do it as a straight line? Like on no. Line? I'll, I'll
0: show you a photo. Right, Hold okay. on. I'll, yeah. I'll get it up. We'll but inside, I'll, I'll have, we'll have a look at this one talking. Um, but inside the property, he's charged him $7,000 to repaint the inside, which is on the cheap side, to be honest. Right. And um, so he's got a deposit. I'm not going to talk amounts. He's yeah. got a deposit. And then he's gone, oh, yeah, I've only got a half a day left. Oh, and and you know, any chance I could get the rest of the money? Ra ra ra, mate. There's fucking thirteen doors to be painted. There's thirteen frames to be painted. Um, the walls have only had one coat. The ladies arcs for Lexicon Quarter. He's put on some cream. He had down the side of the shed. <laughs> fucking nothing like the colour at all. And that's She's why he ran no out idea. on the roof,
1: mate. Because he used oh, some of the other colour inside.
0: Mate, have a look at that. That's finished. <laughs>
1: I'm going to share that. We'll yeah, we're going to share that. We'll put that up on yeah, the story. Yeah.
0: So that's the roof paint. Everyone will see it and just thought, laugh. But anyway, I thought it was but, a shadow. Yeah, it's just a shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the inside, mate. Like we've spent two weeks there to fix it. Wow. Yeah. So, so how
1: much? you going to say. He, do you know how long he spent doing the interior? Like you said, he's he got half there the day for left. Nine for weeks. Nine weeks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He did one coat on the ceilings. He quoted for three. He did one coat on the wall at best, maybe two in spots. He no quoted for three. Yeah. Wow. Then all the frames, mate, looked like he'd put the paint on with a toothbrush. It was all over the aluminium, all rough, just looked like a pile of shit, mate. Wow. Then they caught him doing drugs in the house. Oh. After they've just been through, yeah. their investment property got yeah. turned into a meth lab. So the process for them to turn that around is huge. Then they engage a painter, then he's doing drugs in the
1: house. What the? That's the people I quote but against, so mate. So you well, I know, look, I mean, you and I have talked about it a lot in the past, mm. right? Where we talk about people who, you know, you, you go in, here, you know, I'm going to, you know, get this guy. Oh, he's quoted me seven grand. You coming, yeah. and Glenn's wanting to quote 13. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm going with the seven guys. Of course. Of course. But even then, I mean, look, I don't know whether seven was reasonable, but No, it sounds definitely like, not. Way underquoted. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you think, what's, what's the way that, you know, like for consumer advice, do you think that you just need to get more quotes and start to see where the balance of it is? Like if you go to, and, and obviously check, you know, licensing and Google accreditation.
0: Reviews. Google reviews are yeah. massive.
1: But for example, though, if I went to five, got five quotes, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and say three of them were around 12, and then two yeah. of them came in dodgy. At five? You'd, yeah, you'd go, fuck you, the fives. You'd go, these, yeah, these guys here mm. are, are way off the mark.
0: Yep. Normally you'll get a quote, and, and this is what I say to people, normally you'll get a quote for seven, you'll get one for about 10, and then you'll get one for about 14. That's normally the range right. that you'll get if you get three vast and variety What's the 14 parents. guy? Doesn't want the job? No, not really. No? He might just be taking a bit of extra time, right. you know. Like I, he's going to do it right. Man. I've quoted this job to fix it, and I'm yeah. probably a li- little bit lean on it for the amount of time I've actually spent there now. Right. So, what, what happens I mean?
1: in that scenario? Like, what recourse? Mm. Because you said this lady's paid for the roof. Yep. Put a deposit down for the interior. Yeah. But now had to actually pay you. So, yep. Isn't doesn't isn't the the original trade person liable for the, your cost to repair the work?
0: No. Well, he is, but he's probably not going to pay it.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like, So and, that might
1: be the law, but mm, what recourse have you got? No, you're prepared to fight it.
0: And this guy in 2018 actually got taken to court and fined for claiming work, um, claiming deposits for work and not completing works. Right. So, he's, he's been around. He's a bit of a rogue.
1: Right, and sound doing the same MO here, right? I'm not Just doing finished the same a job. Everything. Can, you, can yeah, I get yeah. the i only, only got a half a day left, love. Yeah. Just fire us in the rest of that money and I'll come out and finish it. I had something similar. I mean, I stood my ground on this one, right? And the guy was quite threatening. I won't talk. It was a pool company. Yeah. Um, that I had my landscaping. I basically went to this company and said, look... I could engage you to do my pool. I could engage a landscaper and a fence. I said, I just don't want to deal with all of that. Can you, have you got the capability to project manage this? Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah, My guys can do the pool and we've got this party, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short is the guys come in. The guys who put the pool in were incredible. Yeah. Right. Um, They've jumped off to another job and then he's put in a subcontractor to do the landscaping. Yeah. Fuck, that's where it all went wrong. Yeah. Guy rocking up on site, didn't give a shit. Yeah. Right. Told me, you know, like. No, you don't do it like that. Or, no, we can't do that. I'm like, I want a strip drain here between my deck and my pool. Yeah. So, water well, I did off the it. Pool. Yeah. 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 Right. I want that and I want this. And then, and I said, also, you know, yeah, you've got a like the pressure valve pipe that goes down to your cap and whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, I want a, you know, like a decorative stainless steel, whatever. Comes back and then I, you know, all of this stuff's done. And I've looked at it and gone, mate, that's a plastic drain. He goes, yeah. Well, we went to Bunnings and they didn't have any. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I get in my car, drive up there, and mm. there's, you know, Bunnings has got fucking like eight boxes, yeah. side by side of this, you know, ones with little you know, squares out of them and, you know, grills with bloody straight lines. Like you imagine everything yeah. under the sun. I've gone and bought one of these things, walk back and just fucking threw it at him. So take that one out and put that in, and you know next thing they do, the coping around the outside. Mm. You're standing there looking straight out of my kitchen window, you know, all the tiles. One of them is half a centimeter, you know, proud forward into the pool of everything else. Oh, and you can just see it. And I said, mate, that needs to be fixed up. And he goes, oh, you'd have to fucking stand there with a ruler to see that. I said, mate, I can see that from my kitchen. It's pissing me off already. I said, you know, how about you do that right? So anyway, then they fixed that. And then had problems with my retaining wall. And then the strip drains, they were just going to go to Bunnings and buy the black ones. I'm Mm. like, no, no, this is all sandstone, you know, like my fence was 8,000 in glass. Yeah, I said, I want, you know, this here. So anyway, I went and bought, found the color-coded sandstone matching strip drains. Mm -hmm. This guy fucking cut them with a hacksaw with his eye. Oh, lovely! Right, so you can imagine at the top he's sort of cut. He's you know, maybe put his square or you know, a ruler or something going That's the line. But as he's cut down, he's cut, you know, yeah. sort of and curved the cut yeah. back. So then he's putting you know, concrete of these things in the ground. So at the top they match, but you lift the grates off or look into there
0: and see the dirt. C- it's,
1: like it's a two-inch gap at the bottom. Oh. They don't join up. And That's it's just like, drainage
0: it's through there, Jason. All
1: the way through. Oh, that'll be right. And they try <laughs> to stick a bit of fucking, you know, slop concrete in there to gap this. And yeah. but I kept calling this, you know, the, the guy who I originally went to the mm-hmm. pool builder and said, mate, this is not good enough. I want this yeah. done. I want this. So he was coming out and he's tearing on a fucking new one. And then the next thing they do is they tiled um, because they extended my deck. They I gave them the tiles. They then he the same Muppet tiled my my deck. Yeah. Now I tiled all my original deck. And he's tile. I'm sitting there looking at him. And, you know, when you look across the deck, you should be able to see all your joins. Like on some of them you couldn't because one tile was high yeah, and some of the them thing. were twisted and yep. all over the shop. And I looked at it and I said, mate, that's a fucking dog's breakfast. I said, it yep. looks like you've just thrown those down from five metres away. Yep. He goes, what are you, a fucking tiler? Right, I'm oh, on the phone again. And I just wow. said, this and said, this guy's gone. Yep. Out of here. So then in the, in the end, they got a professional tiler in to come and tile that. They still didn't fix the strip drain and everything else. But the pool company... Mm. is chasing me for the final payment. Yep. Oh, we're not going to do this and we're not going to do that until, you know, we've got the final payment. I said, well, come and fucking fix this. And yeah. you start getting in a standoff. You've yeah. got shorty work. Yeah. And they're going, well, give us our money and we'll fix it. I said, no, fuck no, off you will. No. You'll take the money and run.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And you end up in this standoff. And you mm-hmm. sit there like it's so frustrating. And back to your point about this lady with the house, she's just dropped all this coin mm-hmm. and then has to drop more coin to, to fix, fix
0: it. it. Yep. Yep. And then she's in tears, mm. emotionally fucked. You know what I mean?
1: It's crazy. Yeah, and but yeah. and it's just—is that—is that our regulations are just toothless? Because
0: they are toothless. Qbcc I mean, is, yeah. yeah. What I mean, do they do for you, mate?
1: If she, you know, if she went and fought this, what is QBC going to do?
0: Well, nothing. And then how much is it going to cost her to go to, you know, all Arbitroses. those small claims courts yeah. and all of this to try and to try and beat a dead horse? All you're doing is protecting <laughs> the next guy if you do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because then you you might put the wind up him to do it and rah rah. But yeah, no, it's um. That's yeah. like the
1: concreting at the front of your place here. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's <Right>. bad. But <laughs> you know I mean? like that's, yeah, that's, that's not right.
1: an easy job. And then the flyby no. nighter has disappeared and Do, gone. Go doesn't want
0: to yeah, doesn't want to acknowledge anything. Um, basically, bad luck, champ. <clears throat> see you later. And now it's fucked. It's yeah. actually starting to blow up in places now. Like chip out on edges, and yeah, it's fucked.
1: Right. Bad man, but, really but it's bad. the Same thing. So basically, you got to do your due diligence, right? Multiple quotes, get references. Well, yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: references are probably the biggest thing. Like yeah. the thing is with Google too, mate. Um, you can you can do you can bend over backwards for customers, and I've done this. Yeah, done free work, done everything, done everything twice. Like you're happy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave. Then you get a list as long as your arm. So you go back on goodwill. You fix that. Then there's another list and mm. you go back again and you're thinking, fuck me, this is starting to cost me money now. Yep. And you're just doing it out of goodwill and then you're adding extras in for free and then still not happy. Then they can write a bad Google review. Yeah. You know, and then. But like, you've exceeded,
1: exceeded you know, what the original service was and you've done, yep. done that and you're still cop shit. Done
0: that plus more and then yeah. you cop shit and then they just expect you to go back at the drop of a hat. No, get fucked. Yeah. There is a line for the other side too for a good tradie. And a bad customer.
1: Yeah, taking the piss.
0: Taking right. the fucking piss. And they're out there too, mate. Now, mate, you could fucking, you could paint their new car, brand new, you know, yeah. I'll give you a new paint job on your car as well while I'm here and I'll pay for your landscaping and yeah. the stool isn't enough for what you've quoted. Wow. Go fuck yourself. <coughs> you
1: know what I mean? Yeah. And, look, so, and I don't know whether it's too, like, it's always like, you know, they talk about the squeaky wheel, right? Yeah. Google reviews. You got to wonder, did you get more bad reviews than good? Because people who are happy are just happy and people who complain yeah. want vengeance. Want and they, vengeance. Right, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, write the review.
0: Well, that's right, and and I think you can. I think you can actually get Google reviews removed right. if you've got like a, if you've got a, like say fifty great reviews and really good comments, yeah. and then you get one that's just being a fuckwit. I think you can actually apply to get them removed. Well, I have because heard, it's like, that's I've heard ridiculous. Of
1: instances. Um, there was a few court cases. This is going back a few years now. I think there's a dispute in a township between a wedding planner and mm-hmm. a, and a guest or something. Um. And I think that the wedding planner ended up suing the customer for defamation. Yeah, right. Because the the customer not only wrote bad reviews, but, you know, went out of the way to try and discredit this Mm -hmm. business. And, you know, through, 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 once again, no fault or whatever of the business or, you know, some circumstance that was out of control. Yep. This customer just went full mental, I'm going to go you, and then ended up... um, yeah, hundreds of thousands out and of And you pocket. know what?
0: So they should. Mm. Because if you haven't done anything wrong in your trade <laughs> business, whatever you're doing, your professional service, yep. and you've just come across an asshole that then wants to badmouth your business for no particular reason, yeah, you know, except their own grounds, get fucked, you should be sued. Yeah, You know what I mean? You're a keyboard warrior and you're potentially hurting my business.
1: Well, so. you think, like I said, a legitimate review is legitimate, but if it's, you know, yeah, you can you can tell. And you can always, you can sometimes see it too when they get mates or other people to mm. to pile on and, and mm. you know, start rubbishing comments and stuff. And That's particularly, right. in, look, one of the way that a business can check that is when you look at who does a review, I mean, Facebook's getting a little bit tighter on who can see what, but you used to be able to go, if someone wrote a review, say, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then there was a pylon underneath. you just go and click on that person and then you could see who their friends were. And then you'd turn around and go, oh, the seven people who have cheered you on and said, I've had the same experience and everything, are just mates. Yeah,
0: yeah that's right.
1: You know? They've They'd obviously done, done the ring around and gone, hey, listen, Dave, yeah. Dave-O, jump on here and give this yeah. fucking guy a serve. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't know who it is, but he'll just do you know, like Yeah, yeah. and that's
0: right. It. But yeah. that potentially really hurts your business, especially if your business works on referrals. Yeah. And I've won jobs just out of Google reviews. <laughs> Yeah, I say to people, "How'd you hear about me? we oh, we seen you had five star on Google." Yeah, and we read the reviews. Yeah, okay, cool. That's awesome, you know. But like you said, not everyone leaves a review either, and um, that's probably one that's probably something I need to work on in my business. Definitely is getting more of those reviews for customers that are happy. Yeah, you know, which most of them I leave but are.
1: You do know, I mean, look, it's, it's a fine line, right? I mean, because you you purchase anything online now, and mm. you almost get. You know, a follow-up. I mean, I had an incident recently with a, an auto store and, you know, their website saying they had something in stock rocking up there and having the worst customer experience ever. Yeah. And then a day later, I'm like, I cancelled the order, but a day later I get the message, hey, how did we go and, um, you <laughs> well, know, you how know. do you rate your product? And I'm yeah. like, oh, well, actually, step back. Yeah, well, mm. let me tell you some home truths. Right? Mm. But even then that was a letdown because I did I did give them a bit of a serve on their Facebook page just saying, look, this is atrocious. Because basically what they said to me, When I walked up into the store to get this item, um, because I I did a click and collect, right, and I rocked up about four hours later going, well, they should have it now or whatever. You know, it's one item. And I rock up there and they're like, oh, no, we don't have that. We ordered it for you. It'll be here like midweek. Oh, nice. Thanks for the correspondence. And I'm like, yeah, but I've done click and collect and the promo through and the store said you had it. So I thought, you know, well, I've been out about. I need it today kind of thing. So I've gone in and they're just like, you don't trust the website. That was their response. I'm just like, and then then the manager comes over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's the problem was he here? Was the mech manager? No, she, <laughs> she she comes over and says, what's the problem here? And I said, oh, I'd just like to cancel my order, thanks. Why? Yeah. Well, because I needed this part today. and mm. um, You told me it was I've, here by your website? I've gone to others and other people have it, but I've made the trip over here to get this and your website. And then she goes, no, well, yeah, we, we've ordered that for you. And I said, great, but well, once again, it's not here. I need it today. Ooh, it doesn't mm. help me today. Can I please cancel the order? Yeah. And then the, then the response was on me, well, did you get the notification that your click and click was ready to pick up? Oh. I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, well, you shouldn't have come down to the store until your oh, click and collect was ready. I'm going, fault. oh, so that's all my fault. Wow. I'm going, so you, you guys can't manage your stock take mm. of the system because this is the thing. When I actually gave them a serve on the, on the company Facebook page, they reached out to me and said, So, you know, so apologetic. Sorry, this has happened. And I said, Well, they basically just said, Don't trust the website. And wow. and their head officers come back and going, Well, that's bullshit because these guys, the system's pretty easy, right? You've got yeah. ten widgets, yeah. as you check them out. Yeah. Right? The stock goes down and then the website shows in stock or not. So they're if in, you know, they're saying it's never they've never got this thing, apparently. Mm. Um they obviously can't manage their stock. But anyway, so when I just like just felt it was my. They made it mm. like me. Oh well, you're you're wrong. Yeah, because and I'm like, okay, well, hang on. You didn't even come back to me and say we've ordered it. Yeah, we've ordered. Hey, listen, sorry, mate. We've we've, we've placed your order, but we've you know it won't be here till Thursday. So yeah. wait four or five. Yeah. Days or would you like to here.
0: cancel because you might need it today? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. So
1: anyway, I ended up going down to another place and um, picking the it. item up there. And but the hilarity of it was the part that I needed. Um, I bought one product and I needed an attachment mm. and chased around and got this. And when I just go, fuck it. i up finding the part that I went got home, opened up the original box. The part was in there. It's oh, included. No. <laughs> i just gone, oh. no. <laughs>
0: Waste half a day. Yeah.
1: but not. It was <laughs> just an experience though, but it's just poor customer service. Yeah.
0: Speaking of um, poor customer service, have you heard what the Reserve Bank new lady said? What, what's her name? The new, the new no, leader of the Reserve no Bank? No idea. What does she say? I said? heard her on the radio
1: yesterday. What, brace for more interest rate rises?
0: Brace for more interest rate rises. If we can't bring inflation down, we will rise interest rates. Now, the backstory to that is, and Jeff Morgan did a, did a presentation, Jeff from Morgan's yep. Financial, um, and, and one of the questions I asked him in that presentation was, what do you think interest rates will do? And he said, with what's going now on in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And I think Middle East have stopped three million barrels of oil a day at the moment coming I into did, the market.
1: Yeah, I did say, like I don't know what it is, but the like price has gone up. And then they reckon if, if other countries get involved, like mm. Iran, et cetera, yeah. the price can go up well, again. Right?
0: Yeah, right. So what's that going to do?
1: Well, that'll put Drive pressure food, on
0: fuel, fuel prices, fuel, which then delivery. Food, shipping. that's right, shipping, transport. Yeah. Um, you know, all of that. And, and then, then inflation's going to go up. And then what's going to go up from inflation? Mm. That's exactly right, Chase. So, yeah.
1: And the RBA have a blunt instrument. And yeah, the yeah, one mechanism is to yeah. smash everyone on interest rates. We're so already not again, spending money like we said before. Exactly. Right. What so something fuck? that's pushing up inflation that's out of our control, mums yep. and dads and, and borrowers are going to get punished. Yeah. Because of, yeah. Look, it is the dumbest system that I've seen that the RBA, I mean, anyone who owns a home's not impacted. Um, I'm not technically impacted at the moment because I'm, I'm on a two-year fixed rate. Yeah, I'm fixed, right? yeah. I've still got another year before I'm not I roll off. I'm not a fixed. No, right? <laughs> but so different people are impacted mm. differently. You know, like yep. renters at the moment have this rent freeze well, within the state government. A year. They, they can't put the rents up within a year. Yep. So they're shielded, right? So certain people so are going to double-edged sword is. for a mum and dad investor. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You know what I mean? So the RBA is going to kick a third, like really going to kick a third of the people and, and yep. put them in to bring down something that... Then monetary policy has no control over? I know. Yep. Yeah. That's oh, exactly right. It is, and then, mate, that, that flow-on effect, I just don't understand what
0: their end game is with that. I know they have to try and bring inflation down, whatever. But realistically, mate, if you're a 30-year-old man with a million-dollar mortgage, which in Sydney and Melbourne, most 30-year-old guys, probably newly married with a kid, would have a million-dollar mortgage, wouldn't they? Mate, use,
1: well, even even just yesterday, I got a, a property report from ANZ Bank. Mm-hmm. My house is, they're basically saying over 900,000. So mm-hmm. today in, in Springfield, and your side over here is even more.
0: Well, I got, I get varied at 1.1. 1. 1.
1: Right. So yeah. anyone who's like, you're talking about uh, a four bedroom house in Springfield is now a million dollar mm-hmm. property. Yep. 26Ks out right. of the city. So, yeah, I mean, Sydney's going to be worse. Melbourne, even again. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's not unfathomable to think that somebody's now sitting around borrowing today or recently sitting on a million dollar debt. So
0: if we go, say a million dollars, right, and we're at what five percent now on in the interest rate? I think we're at four point eight. Ah, the
1: cash rate or the cash
0: rate's four point eight or something like that. Yeah, and, then and we're up around five and a half to six. Gauge a
1: bit around. I think about six is what you can get on a yeah. great deal.
0: So imagine <clears throat> if that went to ten. Oh yeah, or twelve. If that doubles. Yeah, mate. That's a. How how are people going to survive? But then the flip side to that is the guy that can afford to buy a house here in Springfield for a million dollars, right? Yeah. Probably owns a small business or has a very good job. Yeah, What about if that job dries up? Like me, mate, I'm I'm far, I'm riding the firing line, really. Yeah. Because who's going to paint houses if they can't afford to pay their well, mortgage?
1: And and look, that's that's the downside of this, right? So what happens in this economy, and this is why I just I get frustrated. I know they're trying to bring Interest rates down. The I think the unemployment figure came out today and it dropped. It's the lowest it's been in
0: fifty years. Yeah, right. The so, unemployment rate. So
1: and then that, that makes the bank nervous as well. But what yeah. it does is, yeah, as you're saying, everybody relies on a job, right? Or most people, right? A business, 100%. or even if you're a business owner, um, I employ five. you get you get that. So what happens though is interest rates smash the economy. Mm-hmm. Mums and dads stop spending for a takeaway at yep. the you know the the shopping centre. They're buying the bare minimum. Yep. So all of a sudden, those businesses have a massive revenue downturn, which mm-hmm. puts their staff at risk. Who mm-hmm. are once again people who Mums own and dads. these homes. Yep. Um, yeah, but and it's yeah, it's circular. They're not going to you know turn around and go. Oh, I'm not going to get some landscaping done. I'm not um, going to get my yep. roof. painted. I can't buy a
0: coffee this morning because hey, we're tightening up.
1: Correct. So, I mean, you end up with this thing that people are getting smashed because, one, they're outlaying more, like, on every aspect. They're outlaying oh. more on fuel. They're outlaying on food, on electricity, food. Exactly. gas. Exactly. All of that's going up. But then what's potentially, you know, like, and then yeah, interest rates smash them again. So they're getting yep. hit on every front. Yep. And then the RBA goes, well, hang on, because you're spending more on all of this shit, Yeah. we're going to put interest rates up to punish you even more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just it doesn't make Sense, because it's so, one against So, how do we change only, it? So, oh, look, the can this, we the,
0: protest as Australians?
1: Oh, mate, they would have to be big, but, but I don't. But do you know what I mean, Jay? Yeah. At what point do we rebel? Yeah, we've talked about this a few times, but I just think most people just take it. But, like we're but not. What we look, can't
0: take it forever.
1: You look at foreign countries, right? Where things. You know, people take to the street over anything, right? They protest. Well, look at in France the when their
0: fucking <laughs> retirement went age up by two <laughs> yeah, years. They started
1: right? fucking smashing the place up. But here, I mean, the Labor <laughs> government went to the election and you know they're on the record saying we will not touch superannuation as soon as they get into government. Oh, we're going to touch superannuation. Yeah, they're And then, they're, then people go, oh, but they're only doing it for people, like changing the tax rate of people who have got over $3 million in savings. You turn around and go... What? Yeah, okay, they might be you know, they might be the mega rich or they might be, you know, someone. But you can turn around and go, whoa, whoa, whoa hang on. Let's say, what if it's someone who has been investing and been told to save for their future, put money in, like yep, they haven't extra. gone down the property assets, they've yep. gone down to superannuation, mm-hmm. they're nearing retirement. So they're not 15, 20 years off. Yep. They're at that balance now that's got to, you know, if they retire at 60 and live to, you know, 90, there's another yep. 30 years, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you think about that, it's quite easy to spend $100,000 a year. Yeah. That's so right. hundred, you know, yeah, ten years. There's a mill. There's you know, yeah. et etc. Cetera, et cetera. So all and that's of that's only sudden, two grand a week. That that's not going to go far in ten years, mate. No, imagine these people. I know people who are at that retirement age and they're renting. Yeah, dude. I right. know. So you imagine they're in the situation that when they want to access said super, mm. their 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 um, rent is potentially increasing yeah. massively over that thirty years. Yeah. At least if you own a home now and you pay it out, you go. You know what? Um, I've stopped. I'm, I've insulated yeah. myself against my rent, but my rates and electricity and oh, other yeah, things will still talk about go about up. Rates do. Oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But so some people who are got money in super to pay for their retirement, mm. the government's now changing. Yeah, you know, the of tax course. treatment. We'll move
0: the goalpost.
1: Exactly. And yep. stage three tax cuts are another one, yep. right? You know, the the first tax cuts were put in years ago. Yep. You know, the people who needed it got stage one, right? Mm. Hence why it's stage one. Stage two, and now they're talking stage three. But everyone's going, can't afford fucking stage three. All you- those people who are the ones who pay tax in this country, yep. Yep. work for a living, don't yep. get any welfare, don't get any yep. rebates, mm-hmm. who are potentially facing a, a, a tax cut, mm-hmm. fuck them. No, yep. they shouldn't get a thing. And, yep. you know, like you're just sitting there going, why do we... Why do we kick the people who are are working hard, paying their way, right? Because they'll stand in line easier. But they're the same people that you're talking about Mm -hmm. who are going to get slugged with the mortgage and stuff, right? Mm. Because once again, people on the lower end might be in affordable housing. Mm. They'll get government rebates. Mate. Right? They get all of that. Mm. Yeah. But yep. the ones that when they come around and turn around, they go, let's change the tax treatment of a superannuation person who's worked hard and has tried to save the for the future. Life. So they've got a yep. dignified retirement. Mm-hmm. Right? Someone who's working hard and has had nothing when everyone else has been getting you know, these tax offsets from the government, that 1500 bucks back yep. and all the other benefits, don't, don't, don't have kids. Yeah. They've got nothing. So the only yep. thing that they can look forward to is a restructure of the tax system to go, if you're under 200000 but everyone's up in arms on that one too. Mm. And you're like, mm. yep. Wow, we talk about—I mean, I uh, don't know—equality no, and, and equity, but it seems to be at the moment that if if you're the guy, like you said, you're out there working your ass off, you're getting mm. stung from inflation. Mm-hmm. The RBA wants to bash you, mm-hmm. and Fuel if price
0: wants to bash me,
1: and if your job dries up,
0: yep, then what?
1: All of that's at risk. Yeah, hundred percent, it's at risk. All of that's at risk. Go and get a couple of quick shades, put them together. That's your new house. Because the bank's not going to be your friend. No way. Oh, sorry, Glenn. Sorry to hear about that, mate. But. You know, yeah, you still owe us.
0: Yeah, you still owe us and we're going to take this, this whole thing off you. Yep. And, and you've worked like you your said, ass off.
1: Some people though, are in far greater positions oh, mate. like
0: Sydney with millions of
1: debt. I, even I don't even know Queensland. how they can
0: service it, right? Oh, dude, I don't know either. I, I, how do the banks give them that much money? I know what my mortgage is and I'm not going to declare that on air, but <clears throat> I know what mine is compared to my outgoings each yep. week. Yep. Fuck me, mate. I couldn't do that on a wage. No way.
1: I sit there. I mean, I, we, you know we do all right. Yeah, but, I mean, you do all right too. Yeah, we right? do all right. We're, but, not, we're not, you know, but mine's, on the worst end of the side.
0: Are mine's right? a risky all right, especially well, in this no, market. no, no,
1: necessarily, no, because I contract into a lot of places, right? So, like, Brisbane City Council has just announced a 10% budget cut and the first thing they're doing is getting rid of contractors. Yeah, there you go. Right? So, so, the, so all of a sudden, people, people who are on that potentially get mm-hmm. cut, right? And then the consultancy companies who place people are – like, it's 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 a massive flow-on effect. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, it's a really interesting – Proposition that we're facing with at the moment is something that obviously is going on overseas is affecting that. But um, yeah, you talked about council rates, and this is another thing that I don't know if people are aware, um, and maybe they are. But you know, here in Springfield, we pay a couple of thousand dollars a year, and even you pay a hell of a lot more than I do. Oh
0: uh, yeah, right. Yeah,
1: than people elsewhere, right? Yeah, and,
0: I'll get my I'll get my rates bill up. Keep talking. All
1: right. So yeah. so the way it works, if anyone's not aware, if you look at your rates notice, right, you've got. Mm-hmm. You've got components on there, I think, which will be like, you know, your rubbish collection, your, um, yep. your levees, um, sewerage, all of those things there, right? But then you've got the differential rates notice component, right? And that's the variable amount. Now, yep. if you have one toilet or two toilets or whatever, sewerage to your house, that all comes in the, the same, right? So, yeah, yep. I'm like, okay, I've got it here. So, let's let's yep. look at that. So. For example, right, the Enviro, the enviro Plan levy is $13.25. Everyone pays the same. What's that for? Trees and parks. It could be, yeah, for environmental Whatever. stuff, right? Waste could be for the tip. I don't know, right? Fuck, we pay for the tip. That's another fucking oh, you dawn in my yeah, side. Yeah, I know. Food, organics, and, and waste services, 20 Oh, that's 20. That so green bin. So you've got the, bin. the Fogo yeah, bin, Yeah, the right? green bin, yeah. Okay, so then you've got the house waste service wheelie bin, so you pay $104. Yeah, a for, for what? For, for, how for how many? For your normal bin.
0: So that's three what, every three 12 months. Twelve weeks, one hundred and four dollars for twelve weeks. So that's ten dollars a week yeah. just to get your bin picked up.
1: Yeah. All right. So that there, and then look your, your rural fire levy. I don't know why we pay a rural one because we're actually oh. under a state, but it's seventy-five cents, mm. right? And then you've got the state government emergency and fire levy, which is the one that we're actually under, is sixty dollars, right? Sixty. So everybody pays that. Yeah. All of those figures I just read out. They're the same, the same everywhere. It's the differential rates notice. So for example, your differential general rate six hundred and eighty-three dollars and fifty-five cents. Mm. Right, mine's different wor- to
0: that. That's worked out on land value and land size.
1: Correct. So now, what happens? And this is what frustrates me. So, you
0: for f- the listeners, hold on. I pay eight hundred and eighty-three dollars sixty per quarter. Yeah, that's just for my rates. That's not water.
1: Correct. Yeah, and I'm, I pay about seven sixty. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Right. So you're, you're mate. paying more. But I know like oh, people it's four grand a year. Yeah, pe- but people are who are in um, in other areas of Ipswich, right? Yes. They, they could be on larger blocks. Oh, uh, I've got a story. Four-bedroom yes. four houses, Black, no different yep. to maybe even bigger land. 20 right? acres. They could be owners of businesses and could be worth millions, you know, millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But their rates could be two dollars to $3,000 a year less because the land valuation that the state government says, oh, that block of land is yep. worth less than a block at Springfield, so, so you pay less in rates. So
0: how's dirt cost any more or less wherever it is?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, valuation of land is like that, right? You go buy a block of land in Brisbane, fifteen minutes from the CBD, versus out here. You as yeah. a consumer pay that, but what my point is is how the fuck does that affect council services? That's right, because those other things we talked about, the price of our land doesn't affect them providing sewerage, no, doesn't prove, right. you know the collecting in the bin. Hence, all of those figures are the same. Mm-hmm. But here is the frustration: so many people unload on Springfield, right? Yeah, people in Ipswich, you know, you go oh Springfield gets this, Springfield gets that, Springfield gets that, which is not true. And even if the money was divided up, let's say council had a billion dollars a year, right? Fanciful, but let's say a hundred million. And then you said, we've got five electorates, carve it up by five and distribute the money evenly on projects. Yeah. You could argue then you go, well, hang on, Springfield should get more. Yeah. Well, we fucking pay more.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: We pay 20, 30% more in rates. Mm -hmm. We're not getting 30% more in spend in our area.
0: That's right. And most of the stuff done here is by the developer anyway. Correct. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Correct. And, and all I mean, of those do, car parks we've just got, do, that's all state. Yeah. The train is state.
1: Yeah. Federal do federal. Yeah, grants and build yeah, things. That's and right.
0: Stuff. Exactly. So, what the actual council do in the area, mm-hmm. they look after the parks.
1: Yeah. They do contribute some money. Like Brighton Homes, there was a portion to Brighton Homes. I think, I think, Rebel, I think you said the,
0: $20 million, like, Jake, yeah, when Re- we spoke to him.
1: Re- Rebel Domain got a portion. Yeah. Right. But, but that's that's green space,
0: right? But you think we, you know- the land size here is so fucking small, mm-hmm. half the houses can't have a swing set in the backyard.
1: Well, that's the funny thing. They've got smaller blocks here and they're paying more to council yep. than somebody else who's in a, you know, an existing developed yeah. area. You could even be down the road at Red Bank. Yeah, yeah. You have a thousand a square metres at Red Bank
0: and pay half the rates.
1: Exactly. And I just yep. think, well, how does that make sense? Why does council get more money from people based on the value of the land? Yeah. I oh know, right. it's ridiculous. And right, this is another thing that we do. And like you raise it as a concern or something and you just get, well, that's the way it's always been. How else do you yeah. think we should do it? Yeah, like, exactly. Well, hang on, just charge us for what it is, charge us for your bin, charge us for like all the stuff I read out, mm-hmm. but then turn around and say, okay, but everyone else, if we need to divvy up what we need to deliver as council, you mm. know, these infrastructure projects and park and whatever, well, everyone in the differential rateable amount for everyone is 500 bucks. Yeah. Instead yeah. of you paying what is it? 700 or 600, 600 and, something, and something. The guy down yeah. there paying 300. Yeah. Like everyone just chip in because the service is really outside your home is what we're talking about here.
0: That's right. right? My, di- my differential general rate is $683.55. Yeah. I've got an overdue balance. What the fuck? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Mother. When's this due? November, <laughs> motherfuckers.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, oh it. mate. It's, it's just ridiculous. And <laughs> and it's all those things. Like, since I've lived here in this house in eight years, my rates have doubled.
1: Yep. In eight years. Yep. Well, I built in 99. And here's the thing that even that I find a little bit, you know, frustrating is we, we used to have our water bill, mm. right? So urban utilities or, you know, I think if you're in another region, you get, you know, obviously yep. a different utility company. Our quarterly bill was about five hundred. With both. Both.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. So that was, yeah, all the water. Yep. Now, now mm. I'm paying seven hundred and sixty dollars a quarter in rates mm. and I'm paying about five hundred or four hundred and eighty yeah, in the in, in the water charges, water. right? Mm-hmm. Urban utilities. Mm-hmm. So you add the two together, we've gone yep. from five hundred combined. To fourteen. But because 13, it's been 14. split out, mm-hmm. you know, like I always used to go, oh, that was the one bill. And now it's split. Yep. You could look at it and go, Oh well the rates have only gone oh, and you go, hang on, no, 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 no. Mm. They've actually, you've got to add the two together. Take those mm. two bills and put them together. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I said, that's you're right. literally paying over $1,000 now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, more
0: than doubled. Even electricity, mate, that's gone through the roof. I was talking to Dave Cullen today, um, and we were talking about electric hey, Dave. cars. Yeah, Dave <laughs> is, yeah, 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 right. And um, Dave was on one of our original shows, if you want to go back. He's got a great backstory too, and mm. I obviously do a bit with him at River. Um, but he was saying, you know, like you put the average Tesla, what 70 grand, right? Compared to a Mitsubishi, whatever they make it in the same range for about 40 grand. Yeah. So that's 30 grand worth of fuel you got.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But here's the thing people don't talk about. How much does it actually cost me to charge my car and set up the charging facilities in my house to charge it? Yeah. He's worked out the mass because he owns ProDrive, right? <laughs> right. He said to me, it takes five years minimum for that car to become cost neutral compared yeah. to buying a petrol car. Yeah. And you'd have to own that car for 10 years to see a benefit, yeah. but the batteries will be fucked.
1: Oh, yeah, well, they, they, they dropped to about 80%, I think, over that, right? Because the lithium-ion will not be at 100%. But So let's say your car at the moment can do 500 k, you're going to be, be doing 400 in, in eight years or that's whatever. That's right. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so then you need to
0: replace your batteries. Yeah. The
1: cost of that's huge. Or you charge more. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nobody seemed to factor in that. No one factors in that. And how much does it cost per charge? Does anyone actually know? Well, it depends, right? Because if you go to, I think, like at home, it's whatever, like at the moment, I think what are people now paying 36 cents a kilowatt hour, right?
0: Mate, have you noticed how much everything's gone up around that? Are you you getting a power bill yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you were saying you were getting credit only two years ago.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Because, but the thing is, what they what they do, right? And it's, it's a very interesting. Let's just let's just yeah, we'll come back one, to that. One thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. So the electric cars, right? So everybody always does that. They go, I'm saving on fuel, but there's still a cost. Absolutely, right. there so, is. So like, look, I filled my car up the other day in diesel. It's a Santa, <laughs> Santa Fe. It was 120 dollars. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Fuck. I use I use a fuel finder app and yeah, look yeah. around, and I use I shop at Seven Eleven at Springfield, right? And yep. they've got one where you can go. Oh, thank um, you very really fuel, fuel lock. <laughs> <laughs> no response. Fuel lock, right? And fuel lock, what it does is it looks at all the 7-Elevens yeah. in the air and finds you the best price occasionally. Yeah. Like, I'll rock up to Springfield and I'll get $0.05 cents a litre off because I'm mm-hmm. of getting the Richlands price, right? Yeah, which right. is great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, $120. So, yeah, Santa Fe, $120. Bucks. And people will go, oh, I'm saving on fuel. But, yeah, you're right. You've still got to pay. Let's say you're paying $0.36 cents a kilowatt hour for a charge. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly what it is to charge, right?
0: No, no, they don't talk about this. But if you
1: but if you go to the rapid charge places, yeah, I've heard that those figures can be, you know, well, obviously they're not charging you thirty six cents a kilowatt, Uh (laughs) oh, because it's rapid charge infrastructure there that they're going to get a return on. I don't know if you're paying like Like at Orion, yeah, like eighty cents a kilowatt hour.
0: Wow, so how much does it cost you to fill your car up? Well, exactly, how many kilowatts? Five hundred kilometres. What do you get out of a tank?
1: I'm just going to see if we can Google it while we're talking. Mm. Um, but look, yeah, so the, that, that's a very good point. But the way I always looked at it is this. Oh, look, I don't begrudge anyone who wants to buy an electric car, right? There's, there's um, scenarios where I think they're great if you commute to the city, you know, mm. you want to trickle charge at home and drive. And if you get 600 kilometres and, you know, look, if you're driving to and work around here and you're doing oh, uh, 15 kilometres a Oh, Christina and right? Exactly, that's, right?
0: Mate, you, you go a week on charge, a car on exactly, a charge. Exactly, yeah. right? You yeah. maybe get a bit of range maybe anxiety. if you bought a Tesla. You,
1: if you mm. want to go to the Goldie, you get a bit of range anxiety, right? Oh. <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> well, the Goldie's not too bad because you can do that on your 600. Imagine, imagine you're driving along and you go, oh, fuck, we're about to stop.
0: It'd be, it'd be like
1: flying your drone
0: out of range. Yeah. Anyway, anyway yeah, mate,
1: I've cool. had a few drivers who drive electric cars. It's, I've got some stories there. Um, but okay, so let's say you want to can drive have down... have a to, generator in the boot? No, no. no. <laughs> um, they pick oh, up a fare... put the generator on. They pick up a fare and go... <laughs> Oh, where are you heading to? And they're like, and they're like, oh fuck, and they sitting there going, well, you know, this car's oh, that's borderline. But not only is like they get the, the passenger out to the suburb, yeah. It's the, the the coming back. They might not have any charging infrastructure. Wow. That if they're on the way back to the CBD, and then they've let's say they've I don't know gone out through the gap, something. Like, mm. like, there's no charging infrastructure until you get back somewhere else. Yeah. They've got to they're calculate the trip out. Plus, fuck, how far can I come back before I can find a charger? Wow. Um, but what I have seen, and there's anecdotally, like people who go, let's go down to Byron Bay, let's go down to Coffs Harbour, do all these longer drives with EVs. They go, oh, you know, you've got the maps and there's charging stations everywhere. Um Next time you go to Orion, you know those under, full. underground ones there? Exactly. Full, mate. There's always a car there. So could you imagine it. rocking up and go, It's gonna take me forty five minutes to charge my car? Yep. Right, so I can do my next leg? There's two in front of me. That's okay, I'm happy. I'm just gonna rock up, I'm gonna get some time We're gonna we're just gonna go in and, you know, sit in sit in the cafe while our car charges. You get there, and all the bays are taken. The three of them are in use or one of them's broken and the two are working, and you're going, How long do I have to wait before I can get in there? Yep. Right. It could be 40 minutes or half an hour or whatever, and then you're waiting. Like, that's the problem that I see.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you reckon um, going forward if we go into uh, – I think dual is good too, Petri and Petrol and um, Electric. Yeah. What do they yeah. call those? Those fucking dual – Like a hybrid. Hybrid. Yeah. That's it. I think that's a good idea. <coughs> um, but you imagine in 40 years, if we're still here after World War III, mm. um fuel stations instead of selling fuel – sell batteries you can just clip in. Do you think it'll get to that? Well, Where you have, do like a swap and go?
1: People have looked at that like, you know, but the problem is the the batteries are a massive part of the substructure. As, as, as the we floor. go
0: forward, I think that will become less. <laughs> you know, can you get a battery that's the size of a computer in 40 years that can charge your car for 500 kilometres and all you all the, literally just plug and play?
1: I don't think so. The mm. reason is because I don't think battery technology over the last... 50, 60 years has really got better. But there's I mean, yes, a we have money. changed the materials. We've gone to lithium-ion and they're lighter. Have you
0: seen how much they've got to fucking get out of the ground for those?
1: Yeah. But they still yeah. have the, – yeah, there's a number of challenges there. But, you know, like I say, if you take a, a lithium car battery versus a lithium – like an, an AGM car, they're the same size. The weight's different, mm. but still the same mass, right? Yeah, that's true. So you, you talk a about a car, battery, you're not going to turn around and go, oh, we've just gone from – you know, lead acid or some AGM, and we're going to go lithium, and all of a sudden we're using small. a tenth of the size. We still yeah. seem to have that sort of.
0: But I think with constraint. all the money that will go into that that research and development, maybe it will get there in thirty or forty years. We mightn't see it.
1: Maybe the aliens will give us the lift. Maybe up, they'll mate. give us the lift, mate. I don't know if we'll be
0: here in forty years, mate. Fucking <laughs> right. this shit going on in Syria. Oh,
1: right, we'll see. It's, but but the, it's the, the, crazy. Electric, the way I looked at electric cars, and we used to have a car show, right? So we know a little bit about it. Um, is One of the cars is, because people would say, well, this is always my argument. You go, why are you going to go buy a new car to save money on mm. petrol, right? And someone will go, oh, yeah, but you, can, you could go buy a top-of-the-range Santa Fe or you could go buy a Tesla for the same money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not the same car. That's all right. right. You want to compare apples with apples. So the, the Hyundai had a, an electric Kona and a petrol Kona. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Let's start doing a comparison between the yep. two. The Ice yep. Engine versus the Electric. It's a twenty, yep. twenty five thousand dollar difference.
0: That's right, correct. Same so car. H- how many how many tanks of fuel is that?
1: Yeah, that's twenty five thousand. But then you've also got to go, once again, with your electric, well let's forget the infrastructure. Is it still costs you to charge that that's thing. Right. So this and correct. then everyone goes, Oh, but the servicing costs the less. No, they're not. And you go, no, you still need to service the car. That's right. Right, exactly. It's still no got oil, bearings oil and, on the and wheels. And wheels things, it's the, still
0: got all of those moving parts. Exactly. Steering column. All of that still moves. Air conditioner filters. That's and, right. You know, bits and pieces. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> Alternators.
1: All everything else like belts. Mm-hmm. Things. Things are all there. There's there's a number of things, but um, but the other one too that people don't realise, right, is tyres. The weight of an EV is significant and the <laughs> degradation in tyre, like the pollution apparently of an EV from tyres is massive.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they've got a special EV tyre, don't they? Like they've actually f- got stronger sidewalls. Run a different compound because mm. the car's heavier. But, yeah,
1: yeah, so this is the thing. And apparently um, there's some you know some great YouTubers out there who do, you know, like scientific-based content talking about, you know, one of the things that is quite damaging in our environment is, is the um, – because you, know, you imagine that your tyre, every you know, tread block is smashing into bitumen yeah. at speed. Yeah. Like those small, multifine, um, what are they like? Mic- not in a microplastic, but like micro rubber yep. um, compounds. So there's a lot of degradation in tyres and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And yeah, environmentally, of the weight. Yeah, yep. that's, that's huge, right?
0: But I wonder why there's such a big push for this
1: electric thing. Mm-hmm. Is that just to take money away from the Middle East? I, look, I don't know. I mean, fuel reliance is a very interesting thing because, I mean, I remember growing up down in in East Sale. We had SO down mm, there. We have, yep. you know, we have oil. Oil. That's anyone can hear that it's in the background. Like That's the ice, ice machine. <laughs> um, yeah, growing up down there, you know, we were refining fuel and. That, mm. But it's a. I don't know if it was a light crude or something. They say they were exporting that and we import. But look, I think it's it's go back to electricity. I think the problem that we've got is we've moved. Very much in recent times, into global economy where we everything's about you know trading partners and imports mm-hmm. exports, but our self reliance, like our fuel stocks here in Australia, regardless of what's happening overseas, right? I think um, from memory, I think we have like less than a month's fuel supply. Yeah, easy. Yeah, right. Yeah, yep. in, in storage. So we've got yep. that. So one is we're importing it. Um, we're obviously affected by the US dollar, so the exchange rate affects what we pay mm-hmm. for fuel. Our storage of it. Um, And electricity, we used to have a Queensland government where we, the people, own the generators. CQEB. Right. Uh, Well, and Mm -hmm. then we went to Energex, right, where you'd pay Energex and they would do the generation and the distribution. Mm -hmm. And I think our biggest um, policy failure in this country is deregulating the power industry.
0: Yeah, well, they told us it was going to be better. We're going to bring in more competition. It's It's going to be this. It's going to be that. It's going to be fucking awesome. Next minute, fuck, we're all fucked.
1: Yeah. And look, I look at it this way. I go, hang on. If you've got a generator, forget forget what the technology is, right? Whether it's wind, solar, um, gas, diesel, whatever. <laughs> diesel right? generator. Diesel. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Nuclear collar, holocaust, <laughs> fallout shelter. Um, no, forget that, right? So at the end of the day, I look at it this way. You had. One company, and they're people, right? So we're talking people here, whether it's government administered or private, right? You've got a group of people that have got IT systems for billing, they're sending out and they're receiving money, like accounts receivable, payable, you've got HR, you've got your power line techs and everything else, right? And that's where you start. That's what we had. Then the government goes, all right, so we've got people who make the power, people who distribute the power and, and bill you. Let's deregulate that. Let's allow other people to now start generating. Let's allow other people to bill you, right? And then in yep. most instances, Energex has maintained the poles and wires. Mm-hmm. Right? But you get in a scenario now. So before you were paying one company, so imagine company A comes along and they, they go and lease their building and then they need their IT guys and they need to buy all their services and HR and yep, finance people and call centers <laughs> and staff and everything else. And then they grow <laughs> up, right? And they turn around and go – well well, we're only selling a percentage. We need to cover all of these costs. so we charge. And then everyone does the same thing. All of a sudden, instead of having one company mm-hmm. with those costs, right? All these legal seven. teams find it. No, yeah. <laughs> you're talking it's, 200, 300. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. In Australia. Suppliers incredible, wow. right? Massive amounts. So you're really in a position where you've added so much middle infrastructure or management and, and cost that it has to be passed on to the consumer. Yeah, And I think that's the biggest thing of, of deregulating. And then the mm. other thing is because it's a market, the way these guys work is a bit like a stock exchange, right? Mm. We've got solar on the you know, roofs every day and it's generating power and these companies will sit back and go, uh, you know, we're just checking in and this is the price we're supplying for. So then what happens is let's say a hot day comes along and everyone goes, fuck, I'm putting the aircon on. Yeah, You know, yep. dad, I'm putting this one on. the old. Yeah. Yep. Right, everyone starts getting the demand. So what happens is the energy grid regulator or market goes, don't have enough power. Yeah. We need you, Glenn, to start generating and chuck some in, right? And mm-hmm. whatever your market and you turn around and go, No, nah, fuck off. Yeah. So then what the government does or the market does is go and I'm just gonna use an arbitrary figure here, let's say, I'll give you thirty five cents for every kilowatt you put in, but they'll be talking megawatts whatever, yeah. right? Let's say, let's say for kilowatts, you go, Glenn. Can you supply, mate? I'll pay you 35 cents. And you yep. go, no. And then they'll go to the next guy. Can you go, no, no. And then all of a sudden, they're going, we've got massive demand and we can't meet it. They go, Glenn, I'll give you 40.
0: Yeah.
1: All right? And then and then give you 40 and you start chicken, you know, chucking in your electricity in the grid. Still not enough. Yeah. And then they hold off, right? So then the next guy and then the government goes, I'll give you 60. And they go, right, I'll now start supplying.
0: That's fucking bullshit. Right. Eh?
1: That's what they're doing. There's a market. They play this game because they want maximum return to throw into the grid.
0: It's crazy. All right. And that's that's a reason another reason why we've got all solar on our roof, I think. That was what? a government's way to build a new power station. And
1: what does it do though?
0: Well, it goes into the grid, gets yeah. sold down the road for 30 whatever it is and we fucking get 2 cents.
1: Well, uh, that yeah, the tariff is is a joke. So like I said, this that are scenario. A if a generator can put into the grid at 35 cents and the and the solar or oh, your electricity company go I'll give you 4. Yeah. You go, fuck off, because you're, yeah, they're taking that you know, effectively and selling it to selling the next Selling it to my neighbor who doesn't have solar. For for thirty six. That's yeah. exactly what
0: they're doing, <laughs> mate. It's a fucking rot. Yeah. And that's why people are looking at batteries now. Here's my other kicker, right? We've got batteries in those little scooters that get around. You see all the fires that are happening, right? Chinese yeah. batteries, whatever. Yeah. What's the, is there any regulation on what you can charge in your house? And can you have your batteries, like a Tesla battery, actually in your garage? Because
1: if that thing fucking catches fire, good luck. Oh, you get a thermal runaway, mate. You wouldn't want to be anywhere near it. That's so a fear hem- if one of those goes up in a shopping centre. If you ever see an electric, vehicle, get the fuck out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like big time because of cobalt poisoning. And this is a an see, interesting. See what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Look, it, it is rare, but it does happen. And if it happens, get out. Like you'll the- you see it on the news. They'll go on. Oh, we had a you know fire a ship, or you know, and the fires are just going to let it burn out. They're not letting it burn out. They, they can't, can't put, put it, it out.
0: out. That's exactly right. Right. I've heard that if you were in a fire and a crash, say you crash a your Tesla, you're upside down and you're on fire, no one's coming in to get you. You're no. done.
1: No, no, but even if you're near it and you're downwind and get that, the cobalt poisoning that like the stuff in there So, so how does that
0: become legal to even do?
1: Yeah. Oh, look, it's a trade off so you gotta you know, hopefully think that they're putting in systems in place to prevent those mechanisms, you know. From, but they do fire. Like they they like do. a little battery in a fucking scooter, right? A lot of well, look, a lot of insurance companies. If you are in an EV accident, they don't repair the car. Yeah, it's because off. there's a risk that. So here's the, the other the cell is damaged.
0: Will the insurance go up high on EV cars as they become more popular?
1: Of course it will, because if that car is damaged that and that insurance is going to write it off, seventy grand
0: because it's had a ding in the back.
1: Yeah. If they, mate, if they deem that there's a risk to that battery cell, they're not going to fix it. They'll just write it off.
0: Write it off. So then the consumer, it's got to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then if you go out and go, oh, I'm going to save the planet and I'm going to drive to Byron Bay and then I'm going to buy an EV car, yep. you're going to fucking pay for it, mate. Yep. Mm, I don't like them. Fucking, Ooh. they sound like golf buggies <laughs> anyway. Well, they're
1: fast. Fuck, they're fast. Oh, yeah, they
0: are. They're but fast. They but are look, fast, but they, they don't they don't sound the, right, mate. The reality is... It's fucking is, a bit gay, isn't it?
1: If you've got... If you you're not code. gonna, I wouldn't buy one to save money. Mm. Like you said, like you go buy a cheaper car. Like yeah, let's yeah. Just turn around and like I bought I
0: said, a John the other day. Anyway, <laughs> the, <laughs>
1: yeah. the scenario they gave, no well, we gave before about the um, um, like the yeah, the, like the Santa Fe, a seventy thousand yeah. dollars Santa Fe, seven seater diesel, something like that. All the mod cons versus a Tesla. Not the same yeah. car. you could turn around and go, okay, well they're Tesla. Let's go compare that to a sedan. Right. Mm-hmm. Now that sedan might be fifty thousand. That that's Tesla right. is seventy thousand. That's right. That's right. Right. That's that's what you gotta look at. That's yeah. where and all these and you know, evangelical electronic or E V owners go, No, no, you you know, you be paying okay, fucking show me a seventy thousand dollar sedan that's yeah. got five seats or whatever that looks you know, same look, size of a Tesla in a right. Petrol. That's right. Show me the seventy thousand dollar model.
0: Yeah. You'd be rolling around Rolls Royce. Yeah. You know. Or something like that.
1: But yeah, well, there's some decent cars yeah. still around and people yeah. still have the choice. I mean, MGs out there, you can buy some you know, cheap MGs for just mm. over 20. Yeah. So once yep. again, I mean, they're a piece of shit, mind you. Yeah. I've oh. driven them and they, you know, you feel like you pull the door handle off when you try to close the door. Yeah, and the a Be like an LDV van. Tinny. Looks good. Just don't try and close the back door the wrong way, right?
0: Exactly. I, um, I was working up at Camero. I don't know if I told you this on air. I don't know if I have mentioned it. I was working up at Kamira the other day, and this big fucking F two fifty truck comes around the corner to park at the shop. So I was working at Rami's, yep. and uh, sticker on the back I identify as a Tesla. <laughs> 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 I was thinking that's a fucking great uh, sticker, man. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. What, like, there's nothing like the sound of a fucking V eight or a. You know what I mean?
1: Like, where well, I don't know these. That's st- what we've grown up. Like I said, I don't. I don't. That's what we've grown up with. I know. Gen I, X. I don't begrudge anyone who gets one, etc., like that. But just don't. I just don't think you should go in with the apprehension that if you're going to buy a Tesla, you're going to somehow be better off. And you're saving the
0: world. I think that's bullshit too, for the amount of uh, yeah, amount of well, mining they have to do to get the lithium. Well, right.
1: exactly right. And it's it's funny. I mean, Jeremy Clarkson made a great example once he said, "He goes, what." Saving the planet by digging up a, a mineral here, shipping it around the world on on ships, having yep. it refined there, and then shipped back halfway around the world to somewhere yep. else who puts it together in a battery, and mm-hmm. then ship that back around the world yep. to another plant who then puts it together, yeah. puts it in a car, and then ships a the car back to you. Like in yeah. ten years' time, you put it in a hole because it's nothing, no good for anyone. Yeah, there's some really interesting takes on that. And look, mm. and once again, I know. I'm not. I'm not a, a climate change denier. I mean, there's still still questions. I mean, there are some really interesting ice cores that show very high CO2 levels pre-industrialization, etc. Right. So, I mean, I've got some, a theory on this. Some of that's out there, but I think the challenge is at the moment. Regardless, if look, you know, I've always been of this adage: better to do something and be wrong than to have not done something and, and you're all fucked, right. But but hold on,
0: Jace. are we doing something that is even worse?
1: Well, you know, maybe, maybe not. Like you said, I get I get all of the issues around the, the mining, you know. The, the, but mind the you, you're still, but you're still pulling out. I mean, cars are no different. Ice engines are still, Yeah, but we don't you not know, coking out fucking, coal and yeah. to make the steel and you're digging yeah, up the steel yeah, yeah. and it's shipped around. I get it. But my point is this. Australia, and this is the interesting take, Australia's global emissions are 1%. yeah. yeah. Right, and then our vehicles, like trucks are bigger than, like our vehicles are less than 10%. So even if every single car went to EV and it was not harmful through mining practices, you're talking about 10% of 1% of the the world and that's if everybody switched. Yeah, and guess what? We don't have a fucking electrical grid big enough to support that. No. no. Well, they've said that in the US there's been some trucking companies who want to go these electric trucks and they go into the electrical people and go, look, we've got a fleet of 35 trucks. We want to do this. And the grid draw, they turn around and go, the grid draw that you want to do is is greater than the town. Mm -hmm. We can't provide that.
0: So what's (laughs)
1: this big narrative
0: and push towards it? What's the hidden agenda?
1: Virtue signalling? Behind that. Is it virtues? Is it naivety of people who are trying to do the right thing, right? Like I said, let's take the percentage back again. Mm. Great great that everybody wants to do something, right? I mean, look, even if we have, you know, less emissions, cleaner air, I mean you look at China and Oh, know,
0: dude, you wouldn't want to live there, right?
1: Right. There's other other pollutants and things. But let's just yeah. say but once again, if our if our efforts of crippling our economy, hurting our people, mm-hmm. charging people, this infrastructure thing, all of everything we're doing is for like going to do we're not going to get 100% to zero right I don't no. think that's but let's say we we got even a half of that so we're talking about half a percent of the world's emissions if you've got other you know players like China US Germany, know, still Germany coal, um, coal Russia coal. Yeah, still India power stations are driven by coal in China and if it's yeah if, exactly if it's far greater than anything that we're going to do what yeah you, I know, it's questionable I know it's got to be collective right put it to a referendum <laughs> Everybody's got to play their part, but globally they're not. Yeah. So, do you want to destroy yourself and your economy yep. and everything else? Try and do a noble thing. Yeah. Right. But but it's not, not noble not, to your people. But you know, but you, some people will believe it is, right? But my point is, you're mm. not going to make a change. No, that's right. Australia can do everything in its power, and our one percent is not going to do a thing if China just they'll Keeps take up our one percent. Mate, you know, mate, take that up in so, a day, right? That can take thing.
0: that up in a day, mate. Yeah. And that's that's a scary bit, Jase. It's, um, I don't know, man. Like you just said, the, there's ice coring showing that there was big CO2 emissions way back. Yeah, we might be speeding it up. But, mate, if we didn't have global warming, we'd still be in a fucking ice age.
1: Yeah. Look, mate, it's very interesting. You We're know I mean? we talking, uh, I mean, you talk about a referendum we just had, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people who, um, let's just say, didn't win. Let's use that term. Are mm. Now, obviously, on the narrative, oh well, it was a dodgy campaign. It was misinformation, misinformation, misinformation. To what degree was this for oh, the lies? Yes campaign? You know, lies about taking your house. You know, lies about them having your land and having to pay rent. And regardless, yeah. but their argument is but they put out a paper that was everyone read
0: it and said this is like going to war against the Australia.
1: Well, at the end of the day, I think it's pretty naive of the yes camp to say that 70% who voted no took all their information from the likes of Peter Dutton. I didn't Mm. take my advice from him. No. I've right? made up my own mind. And a lot of us are smart enough to make our yeah. own determination.
0: When you've got elders of community saying this is not the right thing to do, I think that's a massive point. And that's yep. got nothing to do with a political stand. That's people just coming out and saying, we actually don't agree with this and we're Indigenous.
1: Well, and what was really intriguing with, with The Voice was, you look at who voted yes. I mean, it was obviously only ACT yeah, it was the, the only who, state that up? carried. Who are they? Fucking morons. <laughs> they're, they're the um, bureaucrats who make policy, mate. But mm. most of the yes votes were in the cities, mm. right? They were, yeah, that's And right. then as you got outside of the city, like even here, because like Ipswich, Ipswich was a big no, but obviously the green seats in, in the Brisbane CBD were, yeah. were yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, it just goes to show that the significant amount of people who disagreed, like mm-hmm. people who are just not in that CBD area. What does yeah. it tell us about the demographics of people who live in a city versus they're, they're where the majority of, of the country is? out of touch.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what it tells you. Is they're out of touch, and they get they get um, uh, persuaded by the sphere that they're in.
1: Yeah, but do you think they're like academics? You know, all of these places, like all doctors and all university people. That you know, like Trying you, you the, hear I stories think, that when Tesla you... drivers, do you reckon they all voted yes? Maybe, maybe that's what it is. How many Tesla drivers are there in the in the cities <laughs> put, versus
0: the regions? We should put that up on the thing. How many Tesla voted? <laughs> how many Tesla drivers voted yes to the <laughs> to the referendum?
1: Yeah, we want to know the Tesla ratio. <laughs> Uh, you, oh evs oh, that? let's that's not even funny. say tesla let's just go evs
0: <laughs> hey speaking of cars yeah we're doing a bit of a thing we're, we've started up a social club
1: we have that's it how yeah, good is that we should have led with that while people were still listening
0: yeah i know <laughs> we're a fair way in there but um next what date is it jason 28th 28th that's right um, yeah, so the springfield um i was
1: gonna say the ted shed social club is a new e. initiative that we've we've launched Yay! Woo. Hey. <laughs> r- r- crack. oh no no! Hang on, I didn't have get some salary. clapping. Hey, there we go. Woo-hoo!
0: So this is to all the three listeners that actually want <laughs> to come. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we have got more than that. But this is to anyone that you know, the guys, the girls that are sitting at home and think, geez, what am I going to do this Saturday night? We're we're basically going to make a meeting point in Ipswich, um, which I think is up on our socials. Jason's the master of the socials.
1: For this one here, so the intent Mm. of the social club is that uh, maybe once or twice a month we'll pick an event. Oh, once
0: or twice a month? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it just depends on the events and where where (laughs) things (laughs) are. That's a lot of social. (laughs) No, no, people can come and choose it. But for example, so the one that we're we're kicking off with is um, Ipswich Laps. It's an event that you've been to. We
0: should get some shirts made and sell them. On that night,
1: <laughs> well, we'll go. <laughs> we we'll switched into marketing mode. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're going to meet at the top. Uh, we're going to meet at Darcy Doyle Place, which is the top oh. of the top of the moor, right at, yeah. at the start. So yeah. we're basically chucked it out there. And the old good whole, whole picture idea, there.
0: really good picture. Yeah, the whole oh, idea Dora.
1: is um, <laughs> Sorry for that joke. If you're sitting at home, you know, mm-hmm. like if you're a you guy, you know, yeah. and you want to get out and meet some people. Yep. Um, you know, I'll probably be there. With my family, your family, yeah. be there. Like, bring, all the bring, kids the kids there. There. bring the kids. Bring the kids. Um, but we'll just yeah get together as a group and we'll we'll wander through like the cars that are on show. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can meet some people, have a chat, just get out of the yep. house and yep. um you know, come and meet a people. So I, I made a phone call today after oh, yeah. after that one. So that's our first one. That's on um, twenty eighth of this month. At what um, time does it start? I think it's five, six, six, six to eight. Six to eight. So two
0: yeah. hours. If you haven't been and, and this goes well, I I lapped as a young fellow. I don't know if you did. <laughs> sure you did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What I were you fucking,
1: driving? Oh, Oh, I had a
0: bus. I had was a it- van. <laughs> it's called the Spuntermobile. A lot of people remember that it was a white one. It's like a big bit of jizz driving around. Oh my God. Um, what else did I lap in in the day? I took the Ram lapping. That's probably the best car I've ever taken lapping. We've yeah. been in, made one. You saw an XU one Tirana back in the day. We yeah. used to go lapping in u seven LX Tirana. Yeah. Did
1: we ever go lapping? I don't no, know. not in that one. No,
0: no. But anyway, maybe so in
1: the many, Dado the Dado one eighty the Dado
0: one eighty B. Oh, Frank Hundy's Dado one eighty B. I've been oh. laughing with that anyway.
1: Oh, I've been around. There.
0: I've been around the Velodrome in Ipswich in yeah, that car. Too. You that too. Yeah,
1: it. I think we're both in there. Yeah, night, probably. Right? Oh, God. Man, that was a bit crazy. Anyway, sure. I hope Mum's not listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so the, the lapping is basically yeah. a lot of those classic cars and people with nice vehicles. Mate, Going back, I mean, because it was really frowned upon it, back in the day. The coppers it was, hated it, right? It was. And so did the people
0: of Ipswich, I think. Yeah. Like the people that lived around that CBD fucking hated us, mate. Yeah.
1: But, but now it's it's now an event where it's an event. those cars do that same rolling lap. Yep. and there's but no the,
0: dickheads but, right? That's the difference. This is more... It's, it's all the old kind of guys, film. man. It's yeah. all the it's all the guys, you know, forty and above that used to do this in our heyday, that still have those some nice of those, cars some of those and cars. just want to roll around, right? It's and not... it's good for the young kids. I did see a Tesla in there and laughed at him last time. It's <laughs> like, go home, golf buggy. You're not welcome here. Um, but no, yeah. it, it, it's a, it's good for that generational change. You yeah. know. And yeah. But what a social thing that was. And I think we've spoken about this before. Like, um, it's such a social thing. And men. No, not just men, but men really do need that. Hur, 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 look at my car. Yeah. Do you know? Like that's what we do. Where, where, where? I don't know. It's just, it's just how we're wired, and I think that's really missing in our society now. So, yeah. these events are really good and really good for men's mental health. Yep. So if you are, you know, sitting around going "fuck," what am I going to do next Saturday night? Come Can't out and lie. say good day. Yep. Yeah.
1: So and look, there are there's the static displays. I think underneath the Coles car park, you know, yep. there's a bit of a thing there. Well, obviously, Darcyville plays to be stuff, but under there. But that part of town, we can. You know, it's an opportunity to to hang out and support some of the local businesses. because yep. all the cafes UB's. and restaurants along there. Yeah, will be UB's open. is open. Four um, Childs open. Yeah, so that's that's our initiative is to chuck these events out there and you know, people come along. And um, mm. but yeah, I reached out to a bowls club today. I thought we oh, might yeah. start to kick off a um, not not a regular thing, but just like a, a one-off do a barefoot bowls. Yep. Um, you know, yep. 15 bucks a head, come along, roll some bowls down, you know, we might mix the, the teams up so you meet different people. Yep, have a laugh. Um, But just, yeah, an opportunity to get out and, you know. Yep, have a pint or two. Yeah, have a chat, meet some people. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll do that a couple of times a year, like I said, yeah. maybe, you know, depending on events and how depending they are up. Depending what's going on. Yeah. One a month, two a month, just see what overlaps. And,
0: and if you've got any events you might think we <laughs> want to come along to, let us know. Like if you go and do something, you know, like imagine CMC rocks, imagine a TED shed. Entourage going to CMC and Rocks.
1: group of people. you are rock Two types of
0: music, country and western.
1: It'd be like a bridal shower, one with Ted's <laughs> t-shirts on in a group going oh, out. It'd be funny. It'd be good. But that's yeah. all we need. And, and it could even just be
0: a barbecue at the park for families. Could be anything. Yeah. Could be anything, yeah. you know. So yeah, I was let even us thinking
1: another thing that would be really good is, do you, yeah. have you ever been out to the RAAF Raff Museum out there?
0: No. That's a cool
1: day. It is right. You you park off base because they don't let you on base, and then you get picked up in a bus. Oh, the bus picks you up, takes you onto base, and then drops you in a like a gated area where they've got hangars of, you know, there's F-111s there and Bullshit. Iroquois and oh, that's cool. historic aircraft. Yeah, Look we'll organise up. that as a day Let's as well. Let's do that. That yeah.
0: sounds ar- – that'd be good for the kids to see. Knox yeah. would love that.
1: Yeah, and some of the planes, I think they've got like a caribou and that. You can walk up and sit in the cockpit and you wow. know, the Iroquois, you can, I think some of the planes there, they yeah open the doors. Up. And there's it's staffed by a lot of the older – you know, RFF guys have got a lot of knowledge about the stuff. That's cool. It is a That's pretty That's really good, cool. Good there data. is a
0: plane out the front of the RAF base as well. I think it's a pig.
1: Is it a pig? Um, F111 that sits out the front
0: there and you can sure. just walk up around it, not, not sure. even go on to base. Yeah. And there's the Canterbury Bomber as well, just outside Near of the Amberley survey. there, which yeah. mate, they need to restore that. Yeah. I don't know. Who owns that? We should find out who owns that. Yeah. That must be council.
1: Well you've got some council contacts, mate.
0: <laughs> <hasn't it? laughs> uh, maybe. They won't well, let me hit them up. Yeah. But that
1: mate, that's the first thing
0: you see when you drive in mm. on mm. on the Cunningham Highway mm. and you first get into the Ipswich, because Ipswich boundary is not far back if from that. If you're coming
1: from Warwick, if you're no coming way, from
0: yeah. Warwick. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Jace. Yeah, just for the people listening at home. But that's the first thing you see about our great RAAF town. Yeah. It's, is yeah, that it's a camera it's, bomber
1: it's, sitting up there on, you know, and it, it is a bit. It's
0: fucked. You know, there's birds living in the cockpit. There's, yeah. there's race car stickers on it where people stop and put race car stickers <laughs> on it on the way back out of Ambley, yeah. uh,
1: out of Willowbank. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we should start a campaign, get that restored. There's a lot of stuff like that. And this is, this is what we want to try and do, is, you know, support those sorts of things. But there's even one I saw the other day. Um, is there's a, an air museum up in the Sunshine Coast.
0: Oh, yes, that's at Caloundra. Yeah. And is I've that
1: Caloundra? Yeah, yep. and it's got like a great collection of aircraft yep. as well. I go, wow. Yeah. Yep. These little hidden gems that are out there. So it's like, you know, we'll try and have the social club to go along to lapping events, whether it go along to um, – Do you know what we should do? But we're trying to do it all on budget-friendly as well. Yeah. Like we don't want it to be expensive. So, yeah, Maybe going to these things
0: and – I've just had a great idea.
1: What's that? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: gonna do it. We're gonna do some sort of raffle, right? Right, and there's going to be seven seats available, right? And we'll do a pub crawl <laughs> between pubs, right? And I'll drive the LDV van, and you can be in the passenger seat, and we'll take seven guests.
1: Hey, there you go. There we go. Yeah.
0: And go to a wine tour, maybe.
1: Oh, maybe. Or oh, in the van. Yeah, well, do you well, even make uh, it up. There? Well, we <laughs> <hang laughs> wouldn't on, make mate. it that far. No, no. Well, the other thing we can do is there's so much we could do a craft beer tour. Yeah, there you go. Drop in a ballistic, and then drop in. I don't know. Okay. I'll the drive. Pumpyard in Ipswich There's yeah. lots of places we can do that.
0: We could maybe even organise a lap in the van around Willowbank <laughs> when they're all pissed in the back. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> go
1: karting day. But look, like, yeah, the whole, so whole, much whole right. thing is we'll just yeah we'll try and if you've got some ideas um, and things like when I mean, we've just talked about a couple, hit us up. Let us know. Max throwing because um, like oh. even even um we try and do a deal. I mean we want to talk to Nev who's got that um, the T block. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk an, to like them. A, Yeah, an indoor golf in, yeah, um, place. Could, so if we can organize a we night put there, seven in the van, down we, we go. Pe- people in, yeah, we go down there for a night and people Slug can some golf balls, get some. He's a pro, so he can he's give pro. some some golfing tips and the indoor mm. simulators and yeah. make a night of that.
0: Now yeah, see, so look at us go, Jace. Dang,
1: hmm? we'll give up our day jobs, mate.
0: No, fuck, <laughs> we'll, like, we wouldn't make any money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We'd have fun. We'd have fun.
0: Oh, good times.
1: Oh, mate. So look, yeah, there's so much going on, and look, yeah, that is a. That is a um, yeah a great initiative. So um, yeah, I just yeah I'm sorry mate. I have just got ideas running nah, through my No, that's near. all right.
0: I'll try and get some more shirts printed up too. So if people do want to buy them, they can. Yeah. We have a don't we have an online store? We
1: did have. We did have. Okay. We did have. We um simplified like because we changed our website. I don't yeah. know if anyone's noticed. We've actually refreshed. We have got a whole new website. Oh, I don't look. Yeah. Um and look, and it's it's so just there a, it's there as a presence thing. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, we took the store away because there's costs yeah. associated with that, etc. Yeah. like that. But yeah. um look, we could always do things like if we do a print run, we could just do a Facebook page up there and yeah. people can, you know, send Pre-order. us pre order drop us some money or whatever. Pre order we, yeah. and we'll get some shirts made. We'll we'll do that. Um, yeah. get some stuff out there. But yeah, yeah. like it's yeah, you know, we're trying to obviously not sink our money into into yeah. keeping websites up, etc. Yeah, that yeah, we yeah. prefer to put it into um, yeah. You know, into shirts that people can wear and Yeah, that's exactly right. Whatever. Yeah. 100%. We um, should
0: get some bumper stickers made for
1: cars. Yeah. Well, we've got a heap of flies. This is a big yes. shout-out to Rami as oh, well. Oh, yeah, Rams. And anyone who's been to um, Big Puppers recently. We've actually got a lot of flyers here This somewhere. episode's
0: proudly brought to you by Big Papa's Pizza. Yeah,
1: they are. They're in front of me here.
0: They're big and they're cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: the, yeah, the, we've got Ted Shed flies, all right? So basically we've got these things out and – um once again, we're talking and, and about a better visual medium. Or well, just
0: shut, throw it up there with that but photo of yeah, that basically, roof.
1: Basically, a fly that we've got done up. That's you know the TED Shed, and it says a podcast about Greater Springfield and beyond. And we've um, thrown Big Papa's Pizza up there. So mm. proudly supported by Big Papa's Pizza and Spare Ribs. And a yeah. little bit about that. And we've got a QR code on there so people can nice. just scan to... Nice.
0: I think he's putting them on the top to of the his pizza boxes. Every, so.
1: every pizza that goes out? Is if one you of buy a on. pizza
0: and you're eating it, listen to the TED Shed.
1: Yes. Mm. No, mate, it's been... um. Yeah, interesting times. There's so, so much going on. Like, we've had so many things and, and so many people we're talking to, so we're pretty excited about a couple of our upcoming guests. Um, uh, I was trying to organise one for tonight that didn't quite
0: happen. Oh, yeah. yeah um, that'd be, be a good be, one. Yeah, would be a really absolute mm. cracker of a story. Yeah, might even outdo the Speedway episode.
1: Mm, maybe, yeah. maybe. But, yeah, really interesting tale and some people. So, um, look, and once again, so there's people far and wide, and if you're local in Springfield and you've got a business... Um, you know, or even if you're a story, a story, yeah, you do something, you run a little club or you're the strange things. I'd love to, you know, one day go down to, you know, where the old, um, transfer station is behind the Maccas there on, Oh yeah. um, at, Kim- no, well, it's, oh, it's still Springfield. Springfield, but just Springfield. Where the Aero Club, where the yes. RC Aero Club is. Yes. Go and meet some of those guys. I think yeah. they'd have a... And a the boat club, party.
0: we should go down the boats down here on the lake and talk to the old fellows. Oh, fellas.
1: imagine that. Take out Michael. Like, well, yeah. we'll point out who Finn these people Lisson's are. Ben down
0: there. He's designed a boat. Really? Ben Lixon. The wing The I'll take my jet ski down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Pop that. Hawks down
1: there. Jet, jet- yeah. ski racing on the um, Springfield mm. Lake. That'd be hilarious. That'd be fun. No, we'll meet. We'll try and get out and yeah, meet some of these people. So, but if you're one of those people who have, you know are part of a club and yep. do something, I mean, we've we've met some really interesting characters over the years. Remember, we've done yeah. mower racing, yeah, <laughs> like and <laughs> not only go along to watch, we got stuck on these bloody mowers and that we was raced, fun. and it was a nice crack of an we,
0: we have done a fair bit of stuff.
1: We've we've met some people, and there's so many great people and, and activities in our community. So, a bit like the, the Ted Shed Social Club, yeah, um, just. If you're a hobbyist and, you know, want to share that stuff with us, do mm. that because somebody might want to go along and check yep. that out. Like I said, I love the RC guys. You rock up there and, you know, because you, well, you bought me one for my birthday. Yep. I've, I haven't flown it yet. Yeah, I want to fly it with no, you. No, but, but what I've been doing, right, is, mm. is I charge the battery up and I taxi it around. Oh, do you? Around the backyard. I sort of oh, thrott- getting used to it? throttle up and just work. I'm getting my mind in oh. the hole when it's coming at me, you know, changing direction, speed. So I'm just... Just been doing a bit of that, getting nice. instead of me flying it in the first flight and binning it. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of you know, and I get it, it gets it, like in my backyard. It's not huge, but I get get a bit of speed up, and then I can, I sort of just you know taxi it around and slow down. I'm just sort of you're getting a hang for it. Yeah. Um. So then when the conditions are right, um, it's, it's been, early morning. Apparently, it's been pretty blowy. Um, it has
0: been blowy. Yeah. It's quite weather. Not
1: do that. But mm-hmm. I need a space, and I wonder if that's big enough. I mean, it doesn't. You don't. Know, you think? Oh, you need the world's biggest space to fly one of these things? But yeah. Um, No, maybe down there we'll meet the guys and take the plane along and they'll teach us something.
0: That'll be a good idea, I reckon. Very good. Let's do that.
1: Lots of things going on. Mm. Summer's coming. Mm. It's going to be hot. Yeah. so.
0: So hot already. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Lots going on. Mate, I'm excited for, you know, like you said, even for all the negativity we talked about, a cost of living and everything else. There's still still a lot of, you know, stuff to be positive we've about. we've
0: got the moment coming up. They've got their gala and their garland. I spoke to Mark the other day. Is He's going to come on.
1: Casino night?
0: Yeah, casino night. Casino yeah, yeah. Night. I've got a table. So I'm, <coughs> I'm going to do my uh, work Christmas party
1: there. Oh, really? Yeah, You've done fun. a cruise, right? So, you know, casinos on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been so I've got a yep. story about that. Oh, yeah. Right. So numbers for me, sometimes like on the fly, don't work, right? I just yeah. try to you know, like sit there on the, on the, when cards have been dealt out at a speed and they're handing them down, you're sitting there at a, a poker table. So I like games like Roulette. Yeah. Okay, that's it. If my fucking number comes in. I don't have to think. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Sitting yeah. there on a, on a cruise once and um, playing, I think it was, yeah, like Blackjack. And then, you know, it's like, yeah, hit me, whatever. And I'm sitting there and I've just gone, hit me. And then the dealers looked at me and shook their head, going, no, no, no. no, You're 21,
0: dude, stop.
1: (laughs) 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 You don't don't want, no, I might have been on 19 or something. (laughs) And I'm just sitting there and going, hit me, hit me, hit me. And I'm getting getting cards and I get to a number because they're like small cards and I'm not doing the math. And then I've gone, hit me. And they've looked at me and gone, no, shook their head. And I'm going... Oh I love this, this is the casino in my favour. Nice. So I'm just like stand. And then anyway, I lost anyway, but then but just doing that so much that any yeah. the bloody um, the dealer was, was basically <laughs> was advising me. Advising me on what yeah, to do. Yeah, go, yeah. No, sit, mate, just... just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was non-verbal, it was no verbal cues. It was yeah, all yeah, just, yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. you don't Idiot. want to do that. Idiot, Yeah, and my brother's <laughs> sitting next to me playing and he's winning all his money and I'm just making donations. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
0: Oh, that's casinos. Well, the yeah. gala night they're doing is on the 25th of November. Um, there's a Stake and Mates night coming up too on the 3rd of November for moment. So that's one of their first events. It's going to be at the... Wine and Tappers Bar in Augusta Heights near the IGA. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, okay. jump on Mo Men's website, have a look. Um, so I think they do a steak and mates night for about thirty bucks. You'll probably get a glass of wine, a steak, chips and salad for thirty yep. bucks. Yeah, um, or you can get a Coke Zero if you're a non-drinker or water or whatever. What mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be non-drinking. Um, so that's the third of November. I know the pie eating competition is coming back. Um, but yeah, I, I did speak to Mark. They're going to come on and, and have a chat. Now their mm-hmm. their big thing this year is we know cost of living is high, mm-hmm. so we're not going to ask. We're not going to do a lot of events this year. Right. We're going to do less events so people can come to more of them. Right. Yeah. So last year they probably smashed it a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Um, where this year they're actually looking to zone it back. So I think it's it's only. Oh, I'll let him explain a bit more anyway. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good thing that's coming up. Mo um, men are a great bunch of bikes. Yeah, know, the they definitely are.
1: They definitely are. And then one of the guys that we support, I mean, yeah, like, Absolutely. I, guess, I guess for us, we'll do our social club, which is pretty much free, low, but yeah, um, those guys will do you know, the fundraising side and we'll support them yeah, for the yeah. great causes 100%. that they do. But they do a lot of free stuff as well. Like, I do. Talk about that the car show that was recently, the amount of people that oh, were there.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. No, the
1: the, the, um, the walks.
0: Yeah. every the, Every Thursday morning and every Saturday morning at 6.30 from the coffee club, you don't have to know anyone. You can just go down there and go for go a walk. For a walk yeah. It's a 5K loop. Um, they're not trying to break records. nothing like that. It's just a walk and then you can stay around, and have a coffee at the end. Yep. Um, yeah, they do a lot of great things, man. They do do a lot of great things. So
1: It is good. It is good. Yeah, and we is, even attended a night the other night. I mean, we, we were actually oh, yeah. going to do a live broadcast mm. from the um, – it was basically it was like a um, – Business networking group. Business networking group, yeah. Mm. So we're down there at Brighton Homes Arena. It wasn't BNI. And we, BNI. No, no. <laughs> We took all the gear, we set up and, um, but. Just yeah, too loud. Exactly. The venue, yeah. the venue was packed. Yeah, it was um, packed. Yeah. It was, you know, keynote speaker there and yeah. you know, there was a bit of, um, you know, networking going on and we Definitely. couldn't talk to anyone because it was loud. So we ended up using it as a, an introductory yeah. night, and yeah, a, a yeah. chat to people as well. But yeah. So like, this is, once again, it's just so much stuff that goes on and look, we're probably only touching the surface of, you know, things that we observe that there's mm-hmm. so much other stuff going on in our community yeah. and. We want to help get those um, stories out. So, um, yeah. Let us know if I, you've got something.
0: I know Rotary um, Springfield are looking for new members. Right. Um, but What's, under 35s. They what, what is Rotary? is like Apex. So, it's basically. <laughs> What's Apex, right? <like? laughs> well, Apex is. <coughs> oh, Apex Rotary Lions. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard of those ones. CWA. I've heard no, of them, what CWA. Do they CWA. Do? Yeah. No, it's basically just an organization that tries to help out in the community by fundraising for certain things. Um they put on events, they do a bit like what Mo Men do but on a grander scale and they go for the whole year basically. Right. So um Is it like,
1: uh, like chapters or groups in different it's in just suburbs? Groups
0: in different suburbs. So yeah. Apex had uh, I was a part of Apex Ipswich before it shut. Mm-hmm. And in its prime Apex was, you know, you would have had eighty people in that in that um, that group. Mhm. All under 40. Apex was under 40. Once you turned 40, you got kicked out and you normally went to Lions or Rotary. Right. But if there was an old lady that couldn't mow grass and she reached out to Apex, well, five guys would go around there sat and mow your grass for you. Yeah. But absolutely nothing. Brilliant. Clean up parks, do whatever they need to do, help out the council where they can. Yep. Same with Rotary and Lions. They basically do a similar thing. So, yeah, they're looking to grow their club in the Springfield area. So, again, if you're, if you're looking to get out and do something, go out and check these things out. Um, also, the fire service, Royal Fire Service. We do have, still have one here in Chimera mm-hmm. or Springfield. Um, yeah, go join something like that. Get yeah. out of the house, you know, because there's people you. around, man. There's people well, around. Well,
1: there is, man. There's men's sheds. There's heaps of stuff. Men sheds,
0: yeah, it's <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in a men shed soon. You know what I can do in six years? What's that? I can go and live in one of those over 50 joints. How what? good's that?
1: I could do that now. You could do that now. Over fifty. Imagine that in the over 50 oh, joints. Is, like, is that like the Aveos?
0: Yeah. Ooh. It's scary, isn't it, when you start thinking like that? Mate, it's interesting.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, we'll just wrap it up in a second. But you talk about cost of living and everything. There was a story the other, um, in the last day or so, you know, where some you know, um, boffin has got together and gone. Well, most land sizes, we talked about land earlier, mm. most land sizes in um, Australia, there's a lot of blocks that are actually suitable for granny flats. Yep. So they're talking about changing a lot of regulations to I think get they have in.
0: Re- yes, they've already started relaxing I think some Queen- of
1: those. Queensland has, but I think mm-hmm. this might have been a national study. Okay. The, the interesting thing is, I mean, like my kids now are, you know, of the age where I would have been out of home. Mm-hmm right but yep. i can just see now cuz the cost of living pressures and everything else 30 then,
0: mate 35
1: exactly right mm-hmm. we're now going to be in a situation where the demographic at home is going to change from you know kids turn 18 19 they're out with their friends and they're yep. living somewhere else to potentially you know maybe being home into their mid 20s or even later and just depending whether you know, raising a
0: family in your house mate
1: yeah it'll be a bit like what we see some of the you know the other um, well, the cultures and that they do traditionally would have you know multiple generations in their home.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they do loans over generations now. Right. In Japan, Italy. Yeah. So you can go out and take a loan that your grandkids will pay off. Right. Mm.
1: Interesting times, but yeah, it's mm. going to be very interesting in our suburbs because I mean, I mean yep. you've got space here, right? But. Ooh. Would you convert the shed into, you know, living well, accommodation? Well, I've actually
0: might have found a shed to put all my work gear in. Oh, okay. So, yes, that could be good. So, nice. but yeah, would I convert it? You know I mean? like if, if I had if to, you've absolutely.
1: Got, you've got yourself and what? seven kids, mate. So there's nine of you in your house. Can you imagine mm. like the mm. the duration of, or well, you know, those kids grow up and they don't move out because they can't. Afford God knows to. what it's going to be like when they get at eighteen. Yeah, that's right. That yeah, you you're gonna have. You know, I know.
0: It's scary, huh? Hey? Have that. Mm. You go out now and buy fifty acres in the middle of Bumfuck, Idaho, and you build container homes far enough away from each other and create your own little cult. Is that B and
1: I? No. <laughs> <laughs> the funny the the, a, the the pressure that it puts, and I, I have noticed this because you know what I'm like with traffic and parking and, and other things. Is <laughs> is is the families? No, I'm not even going to talk about traffic. Oh, we're tonight. not doing a traffic report. Talk, t- talking about parking. Oh, um, sorry. Is yeah, you do get sale. out of my park. It's fucking my park. I'm saving it. No, a lot no, of houses. Oh. That go from having one or two cars, like mum and dad might mm-hmm. have a car, oh, but then once yeah. the again, the kids are staying home. They're getting mm-hmm. their licences, so a house goes from like the double car garage to yep. four vehicles, maybe mm-hmm. five vehicles in some instances, right? And yep. the challenge is, and even some of these homes, the people have shut their garage down, put the you know front glass sliding doors, so the double mm-hmm. car garage is now a bedroom Bedrooms. for kids. Yep, and then they've basically taken two car spaces out yep right the house is supposed to be set back six metres from the boundary so you can park on the driveway as well mm-hmm. so you may be primary cars are now sitting on the driveway mm-hmm. but everyone else is now piling out into the curb right. into the street and yep. starting to see that in my area as well where you know families have been there for years the kids are now at that age yep. and the L plates or the P plates and, and mm-hmm. all of that and all of a sudden you got cars on the footpath does that everywhere. annoy you? oh it does yeah <laughs> it does like, i know the, it does i'm just throwing anchors there's the, at you. and there's one reason for it right and i thought i wrote to channel seven the other day it was oh, hilarious yeah because they ran a story on it right and oh. i did a, i don't know if anyone saw we did a social media post the other day i did one up and talked about it. anyone notice that the narrative of news outlets are saying when somebody does something wrong it's like it's not their fault and one of them was uh-huh. a guy got kicked off a jet star flight for vaping yep and the headline or something the story in there goes you yeah, know man oh, it was it was unlucky an unlucky passenger got booted off a flight, and I'm going, "Why is unlucky. he fucking unlucky?" Fuck. Everyone knows you don't smoke on a flight, and vaping's class. So he's gone That's into the right. toilets, vaped, and set the alarms off. And oh. then they had mid-flight. You know, no, they hadn't even taken off oh, yet, or what whatever. And so basically, cops are and booted him. But the story was, "Oh, unlucky passenger gets caught."
0: Bullshit, right? Yeah. But anyway, so Channel yeah.
1: Seven about the same time ran the story, and they ran about parking fines, right? going you know, council's raping and all this or reaping in all this money for council um, from for parking mm-hmm. fines etc. And they spoke to a disability advocate. Mm. And this was hilarious and she was sitting there and I'm going this woman's basically out the front of her house going it's stupid here I can't park on my concrete footpath out the front and all these other cars are parked here in the street so I've got to go park like five houses down. Bad luck. But but you know what I didn't what really struck me about that she's a disability advocate. Oh. And she was whinging because it literally oh, said Oh, she this was whinging. Yeah, she, oh. was, she was basically going, well, this is Mary, she's a disability advocate and she says that she's got to walk five houses back to her house and how is. And it like, is. She's a disability advocate. Mm. What about a person who is disabled in a wheelchair or needs some sort of aid? Yep. That's why you don't park on the nature strip, right? Mm. This whole concept of, well, oh, I'm not footpath. parking on the concrete footpath. But a lot of places around here don't have the concrete footpath, right? And the law yep. is nothing between the gutter and the boundary. Even if you're on your driveway, got so many people over my side. They park same scenario. Garages built in, mm. and they all park on their driveways. But their driveway, the nose of the cars at their boundary, mm. and the tails at the road. Mm. And people just can't traverse. Imagine if you are you know disabled, frail, yeah, you know, an old guy. Yeah, you know, and what? Yeah, you know, that's yep. why you don't park there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what my gripe is. Mm. It's not the fact I can walk around and I can go on the street. But imagine kids,
0: mm. right, on having to walk out or- into a road.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, and in some of our streets, you know what, you've seen vehicles drive around here ridiculously, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you get that, right? That's the reason. It's mm. people who, like kids, have to step around out onto a, a busy road space or people yeah. who are disabled can't drive their bloody you know mobility scooter off a mm. gutter, Yeah, cruise around and then up the other side. Johnny
0: Knoxville would have Yeah, right, But yeah. and that, that's yeah, what annoys know. me. It's,
1: it's the fact that it's not, look, fucking park there, whatever. It's the fact that you you're doing potential harm to somebody mm. Who needs to use that space that's right that's where that's where my anger comes from yeah, right? parking yeah anyway <laughs> didn't talk about traffic like
0: the muppet at lines the other night that parked in the garden
1: oh <laughs> on a plant. <laughs> Exactly, we a talked about it. Where is the respect? Fuck wit. Fuck wit. Back to the start <laughs> of the show. So anyone who yeah. So what? Glenn and I went to that that um, that business night, and as we were coming out, there's the car park there near Fusion, yeah. and half the parks are empty. Yeah, but someone's taken the closest bay that they could. Well, it wasn't even a bay. No, well, it was in the garden. They've driven up over plants, and we yeah. looked at one of the the back tires. It was on a plant. On the plant, the plant was at ninety degrees, like mm. crushed to the ground, because yeah. this person's gone. Fuck it. it this, this is easier parking. than driving down six bays and taking the I've next I've come to the lot. gym, but I can't walk there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking idiot. I'll, fuck wit. I'll, I'll raise up a sweat.
1: <laughs> but once again, look, you can't have nice things. You know, no. Clients <laughs> go and landscape it and someone yeah. parks their fucking car yeah. on it. Fuck wit degree.
0: That's what we're going to have. We're going to have a segment. Once a week, we're going to have a fuck wit degree segment. Oh. <laughs>
1: well, do you know what I love is when you go through Marketplace, you see people mm. listing cars, right? And they obviously show photos of them, you know, cars parked at the front of the house on a, on a yellow line or uh-huh. they're parked on their driveway where the back end of the car is uh-huh. like a metre and a half into the street. I just feel like, you know, and you Get can the see point. their profile, right? It says, you know, Dave, such and such. Or I'm not, you know, whatever, just as a fictitious name, Dave. You feel like just taking that and go, this is Dave. Dave's a fuckwit. <laughs> Dave doesn't know how to park. <laughs> you know, he's an inconsiderate arsehole who lives in a neighbourhood. But by the way, he's got his car for sale. It's three of you know, just, I'm just going, you're moronic and you're posting it out there for everyone yep. to see. It's yep. the same with those people who do donuts. And oh. burnouts And put it all on social media And then mm. wonder why And how the cops find them Yeah Idiots <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. lowest common denominator I oh, know mate I ain't gonna film myself Doing a fully sick burnout mate <laughs> yeah. uh, In my electric I'll vehicle get lots of, I'll get lots of views Yeah And then me. wonder why The fucking coppers rock up That's uh, probably good they do Yeah 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 Well we've got a few Local burnout <laughs> parts Around here haven't we Yeah, Yeah uh, no, anyway, yeah, good. places for that. Mate, look, we've just cracked an hour and a half, so I think we'll Jesus. wrap it up there. Yep. A lot of fun as always, and yeah, um, everyone who's listening along, thanks mm. for joining us. Yeah, We're just going through the Mark Winter loan market oh, cards Jesus. here. Your trusted yes. finance guide.
0: This episode's probably brought to you by Loan Market Finance, mm. Mark Winter. We make a deal with
1: him. that Every time we mention his name in his business, he tips five bucks into the tin I wish jar.
0: Yeah, mm. probably not. We probably should. Mm. Him and Rami. <laughs> would be rich <laughs>
1: No uh, All the money goes into Stocking the bar right, and Hurry up mate I've got to poo Alright <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> Gotta go Thanks for joining See ya <laughs>